Hey guys, and welcome back to another 411 on Tech Talks. We are your hosts. I am Michelle. I'm Damien. And we got a lot to cover today. It's going to be an Appalicious podcast. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about all that was announced during WWDC. So again, we have lots to cover, so let's get right into it. Let's start off with hardware. So first off, they revealed their new 15-inch MacBook Air. Damien, what do we think about this MacBook Air? Well, yeah. 15 Yeah, that was the one thing. So they had the MacBook Air 13, but, you know, some people want that 15-inch form factor. So now Apple has that uh, market, uh, you know, covered because that usually was dominated by, you know, PC uh, base laptops. And now they have that 1299, but, you know, you are getting the M2 chip. So, you know, maybe a little bit pricier than the PC counterparts, but definitely the power of the M2 chip, um, you know, it's a pretty light form factor. I can see this for, you know, a lot of, a lot of college kids and, you know, a lot of people that want like something thin and light on the go, and, but they want that 15 inch size and the 13 was just a little bit too small. Yeah, and they're saying it's 40% thinner and a half a pound lighter than the average 15-inch PC. So like Damian mentioned, if you want something lighter, I know you we were kind of talking and you, you said, well, would, if you were in college, would you have bought one? Now, I did actually have a MacBook. Right. But, I mean, $12.99, the M2 chip, it's it's light. I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I still feel like it's expensive for a college kid. But I mean, I know when I was in college, I got like that college apple discounts so right you get you get a little off there but i, I don't know i mean I, i've really been enjoying max i liked having a mac when i was in college yeah i mean you get a really so, powerful machine you know, but. yeah and i mean there's not a whole much to say i mean it looks pretty much the, the same as this macbook here macbook pro but it's just you know thinner lighter so i i, I don't know I think, it's, yeah. I think it's nice. So we'll have, to see, nice. We'll have to see how, how they sell. Yeah, but, I definitely like the 15-inch over a 13-inch, I think. Yeah, now, if you're on the go, like, I know a lot of, like, people like the 13-inch because it's just easier to pack. If it you is. Like, stuff like that. But I like the bigger real estate when I'm working on the laptop, so. Yeah, I agree. That's just me. So next up, for more hardware, they announced the Mac Studio had an up, update. Um Still starting at the the nineteen ninety nine, uh, so two thousand bucks. But now it's available with the M two Max chip and the newly announced M two Ultra. So that's kind of exciting. That's I crazy. Mean, it's like how much more power can you get, right? And it it seems like they're basically like they fused together two M two Max chips to make this like M two Ultra. They say it's two times the performance of the M two Max. So means yeah it's, it's more power <laughs> so basically i look at the mac studios like the new imac but you know you obviously don't have the screen yeah but they're way more powerful you know and you got the you know m2 max and ultra in there mm -hmm. yeah and again it looks you know it doesn't look any real different i mean the design was fine to begin with right. I mean, what, well form factor lots of power if it's not broke don't fix it it's just basically putting in a new chip and it starts at 1999 so you know it's a lot of power 1999 you still got to get you know a display if you want an apple display you're talking a lot of the studio display <laughs> yeah but, but they're all there are alternatives lg makes some nice ones dell makes some nice ones yeah i mean we just got some new dell Dells, you know 4k yeah they're they're pretty nice good yeah. for you know video editing yeah and, and 
video content consumption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they weren't bad. Yeah. Definitely cheaper than the studio display. Yeah. All right. Next, a lot of us have been waiting for this is a new MacBook Pro. No, Mac Pro. Oh, sorry. Yes. I'm so used to saying MacBook. Yeah. Mac Pro. And yep. I guess you can call it new. I mean, it looks basically the same. The same old cheese grater kind of. Yeah, but it was a really look. efficient, like, as far as cooling yeah, and everything. Yeah. So why engineer a new design if you don't need one? But the big thing is now it's the final transition to all Apple silicon. So Apple is no longer selling any more Intel Macs that are Intel based. So that was the last thing they needed to move over. And it automatically comes with a M2 ultra chip. So you got like the highest performance you're going to get with a chip um, for Apple Silicon. And I mean, yeah, so I think that the big difference, like you said, you now the transition is finally complete. They have that Mac Pro, you know, for someone that you don't like, you don't want it, it starts at seven thousand dollars. So you don't want to get this if you don't need it. Um, but yeah, you know, that was the last thing to see if they could use these uh, M chips and and put it in the Mac Pro. And they have done that. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference between the Mac Pro and the Mac Studio it, I it's the PCI expansion slot. So if you need that, get a Mac Pro. You get seven. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. don't, just get the Mac Studio. Um, up to 192 gigabytes of memory, 76 uh, GPU core. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the reviews on this and to see, you know, uh, just how much you can get done. Because uh, I already think the Mac Studio did eight, uh, was it 8K streams? 22 8K streams. Yeah. And so the Mac, the Mac Pro can, you know, with nobody's gonna, yeah. yeah. Show me the person that's gonna do that, first yeah. of all. So with the 192 gigabytes of memory, you know, yeah, you so. won't be running out of the memory. You know, that was the main issue uh, when you have that many streams of content at a resolution. So yeah. definitely, this is something, you know, is, is awesome. But yeah, like I said, don't get it if you don't need it. But the transition is finally complete. The Mac Pro was the final thing. We're waiting to see if they could pull off with these right. uh, with these M, M series chips, and they've done it. Now, my question is, what are we putting in these PCIe's? Because you can't put a like forty ninety in there, forty eighty, you know, something like that. And then they're already saying that these chips. I mean, seventy six core GPU. Like, it's. I think I saw somewhere where it's like almost on the the level of like a forty eighty or something like that. Yeah. So we'll have to see. You know, uh, they also like how I forget how many, but they're like it's the power of this amount of afterburner, like right. Yeah. yeah. So so what are you putting in there? Like I'm sure places like you know uh, illumination, um, uh, Lucasfilm <laughs> studios are like that. They'll be able to take advantage of, of this and, you know, those PCIEs, uh, you know, whatever they might need. But uh, places like that. So if you're, you know, rendering like, you know, CGI animation mm-hmm. and things like that, uh, you can take advantage of it. And, you know, there's probably a use case for it there. Yeah, I'm or, literally looking. To, uh, like, I just, I'm just curious, like what. Yeah, if you're doing like a ProLogic stuff, or there's a lot of tracks and things like that. Yeah, I know in like our PCs, like we put, you know, a graphics card in there. It might even have like a a sound card. Right. I guess you could put 
you know, maybe stuff like that. Back in the but, day, the Seton six tuner. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm getting is like obviously, like like if you don't need that, right? Right. Like you already have the Mac Studio. Power, yeah. so Mac Studio save yourself a little money. Yeah, if you don't need the PCIe expansion slots, Mac Studio. I think that one, the high end on that one, was like four thousand dollars. So, still a lot of money. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. But these are, you know, Apple's coming out with some strong product here. Obviously, pricing is always there's always premium. Yeah. With the Apple products, but the performance is also there. But at the same time, people don't get things that you don't need. So if you don't need that extra, you know, can all you can save money there. Um, you know, and get. $2,000 Mac Studio, that's going to fit your needs. Speaking of things you 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 don't need, but you really, really want. Right. <laughs> which leads us to our last... Uh, Hardware. It's kind of like their one more thing. So it was actually at the end, but uh, just to cover all the hardware, is the Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset. Now, right off the bat, okay, it's $3,500. This is a lot of money. The the market for it is going to be very, I would say, small. <laughs> okay. Right. Um. Not everybody has the thirty four forty nine to throw at something that you know, I, 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 you might not use a lot. But it is. I was impressed. I was also very impressed. It is amazing. Yeah. So obviously mixed reality headsets virtual reality headsets they're not new but just from what we already know of it from you know the the keynote and and what like so obviously a lot of the reviewers were there and they had some time with it like 30 minutes to an hour time to just play around with it and everybody is like really really impressed and it sounds amazing so it just sounds like you know, it's it's just that next step ahead, that next level, next gen. Like just like from what we heard about the spatial or not the spatial. Well, yes, it does have spatial audio. We'll get to that. But the eye tracking. So we were really impressed with the eye tracking of the PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, it's so cool. Like you just look somewhere, like say you have a menu, a gaming menu up or something like that. And then you're looking, you know, you want to select something. You just literally look and it's so instantaneous. And it was very, very accurate. The eye tracking of this seems even more like that next level. Yeah, it looked very good. And this um, beyond the, the eye tracking is, you know, just the, the way you inter interface with things with your hands, your voice and your eyes. All that seemed very intuitive, so I can't wait to like to try it out to see how it is, yeah, and be able to do that and just to see, you know, because you you got to believe that Apple's been watching, oh, you know, yes. they've been watching uh, what Meta has been doing, uh, the high end headsets like the Pi Max and the Varjo Arrow, you know, those are, you know, I think is it the Varjo or the Pi Max? It's like I have an 8K and a 12K headset, I think. Yes. So they've been looking at that and the kind of experience you can have with that probably. But, you know, those are pretty high-end headsets, but I think it may be like 1600 or $1,200 or, or $1,000 somewhere. But then you need a PC on top of that. Yeah. So then you're, you're, you're at the price right. pretty much of this, um, you know, 
headset, this Vision Pro headset that mm-hmm. Apple has. We tried out the HoloLens. Uh, yeah. The HoloLens, it, you know, the field of view was just, so, I think it's like 40 degree. It was just so narrow that you're like, yeah, looking actually- for the sweet, you know, we tried out the Microsoft store. Yeah. We're like looking for that sweet spot. And then that just kind of really kind of killed the experience for me. And then they had, that, they had that NFL thing that they were showing with the players busting through the wall and the game on on your coffee table with the HoloLens, but that never came up. But now we're seeing that with, you know, with this, and it looks yeah. like that it's going to be ready. Uh, we got more things that we kind of talk about at the end, but, you know, it looked it looked really good. I was like... And I was very impressed. I had my skepticals on. Yeah. I was impressed. I, going into it, I was I'm really excited because, again, it's Apple. Like, I know it's so cliche, but they're, they're always kind of late to the party, but they bring it. And it's like, it's not done right until Apple does it. I feel like I'm an Apple fanboy or girl or whatever for saying that. But I mean, it's actually, you know, it's kind of true. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, you know, I think they said they've been working on this for like 10 years. And mm-hmm. and it definitely, what I what I saw, you know, shows now, yeah, people are saying, oh, yeah, we've done VR and AR. But just the kind of experience you can have with this. I think they're kind of touting as a new way to do computing because you can use spatial computing, right? Spatial computing. They always have catchy days for things, but you can use like, you know, the iPad app apps, the the iPhone apps, and you can do, you know, a lot of productivity things, but you can also do media consumption. So could be a new way of, of getting things done. You have to see like, you know, would you get this? over a laptop i don't know if you can do that kind of can be but when you get it can yeah so they kind of talked about so there's so much to cover with this like yeah. I, I well so okay so first of all like damien kind of meant, so it blends your digital content with your physical space right so that's the whole mixed reality thing and it's just i didn't get so much of like a, oh this is a game and i didn't expect that anyways with apple i mean they're not like you don't think of apple and the first thing you think of is gaming okay right. but obviously they're gonna have their apple arcade games and stuff like that that you can play with it but how i'm looking at it is it's like a new like a, a new like the next step of how you interact with your devices right so instead of you know holding this up and I, i'm my phone and your, you know, pulling up apps, you can do this in this virtual mixed reality like world. And it's like in your, your actual physical space and like you have all your apps. And so how like they're saying to you're interacting with it, there, there's no controllers for this whatsoever. Like you would have with your typical, you know, virtual reality headset. You just use your hands, your eyes and your voice. And again, it sounded like that eye tracking, it sounded really, really good. And the hands, like people are talking, you just pinch, right? Mm-hmm. Just pinch. You just look at something and pinch. And it just, it, again, we haven't tested it out, obviously, ourselves. But from the sound of it, it's very, very intuitive, very accurate. Uh, and again, you can use your voice. So it, I think it's really cool that you don't even need controllers. Because some of them controllers can be kind of... Yeah, but it, like for the gamer in me, like um, maybe I'm hoping that they might release some controllers or say you can use. But see, they would have to have. Well, they have cameras on it, so maybe they could do like the tracking with the cameras. But, but like you said, the main thing is not not gaming with this. Um, 
But it sounded like it could be one of the best VR headsets as far as visual sound kind of one a game one. So yeah. hopefully there will be a way. Now, typical with Apple, let's talk about like the way it was constructed, the looks of it. It is very very nice very very yeah. high end yeah very high end with the the laminated curved glass yeah i forget what exactly the glass is but that you know looked very nice uh the aluminum alloy frame wraps around your face and you know it looked like you know as tightly well done as like an apple watch or an iphone oh, absolutely or an ipad you know looked very very polished looked very nice it didn't look cheap at all um yeah. the braided fabric head strap now i gotta see how that wears especially so like i think sometimes you know it's obviously just 3500 bucks you, you wouldn't want to use it if you have a lot of hair product in your hair to get it yeah. all boiled up and everything like that i did see it but it's is... resistant to that because I... people might not like all right my hair has got to be like super like you know no oils and things in it to, to like use it I, I don't know but i did see it is detachable which is nice. Which means you could probably. Uh, never mind, it'll probably be like $200 to get a new one. But it is detachable from mm-hmm. what I saw. So, you know, if it does happen to get messed up, then you, you can, can clean replace it, it or, or clean, clean it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question. And the, the, my other concern with, with it is, first of all, it looked very much like what we've already seen. And like and the, the patent renders, yeah. Stuff like that. It looked very, very similar. Um, so if you've seen those, and we'll throw up a picture of, of what it officially looks like too. But yeah, my concern is just like the one strap. So I know for me, like I've struggled with many of uh, many headsets that we have, like trying to get the comfort there and like getting it like nicely tuned in. I did later, he- so like some of the reviewers, they did say, even though they didn't show it during the keynote, there is word that there is like a top strap. I think mm-hmm. somebody did say that they saw a top strap. So that made me feel a little bit better. And it has like a a dial to like lock in to make it, you know, obviously fit your, your head. Also, I think when you buy this, I think you have to like, I don't know if you need to go in store, but it sounds like you, they, they measure some your face. They, yeah, they take some measurements of your face for the facial interface or light block or whatever you want to call it. So it, you know, specifically is shaped and designed for your your head, your face. So I think that'll help as far as like fit and comfort. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. So we'll, obviously we'll have to wait and see on like how comfortable it is and and secure. But yeah, yeah. and another thing like you were mentioning when you're using those apps, it has uh, like a digital crown like on your Apple Watch, so you can dial in the amount of like immersion you want. So if you don't want to. S- see your apps in in your space with like augmented reality you can dial in like a scene like like you're at the beach or yeah. like in some kind of other environment yeah that was which, cool. which, yeah that that was very cool um the cable attaches magnetically you know yes and it's plugged in through that battery and that lasts about two hours but another thing that i heard is that you can actually plug it in yeah, so it did. So I did uh, read that. So yes, it, it attaches to the headset magnetically, and it says that you can plug it into a power source or into this battery. Battery. So obviously, if you're on the go, you know you can plug it into the battery, take the battery with you. It's designed to fit in your pocket. I think I don't think they said, but that looked aluminum. Like that looked. It very looked very well nice, done. Yeah. You know, um, 
I think they're saying you get about two hours of battery life with it. So it's not a whole lot, but you know, I mean, I might get you through now, like movies. Like if you're trying to watch a movie though, like most movies are like a little bit over two hours. Yeah. I feel like on the go, you're probably going to do like quick tasks, but at home when you're just stationary, maybe watching a movie, you're probably just going to plug it in. You didn't have to worry about it. True. You know, consuming the media content or like, like you said, if you're not, on the go you don't you can plug it in which is yeah but it, def- awesome. it def- definitely doesn't sound wireless like i don't think that there's any kind of internal battery right like you either have to plug it into a power source or the battery i think i, I don't i didn't see and I'm, I'm just wondering if they'll have the apple vision pro battery pants oh. <laughs> where is the uh the oh here we go is that, is that what I was looking for? I don't, I don't know. know. It could have been a womp <laughs> womp. <laughs> but the battery pads, come on. That is that, that would is be cool hilarious. And it, it comes in different or, colors. Or Apple Fanny. No. No? I'm not. Like all I, right I know. I know. Like, they're I know. a thing, Damien. They are. Get with the times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, so audio straps. So they call them audio straps. I guess they're like, they're, so they're attached to like the main band, right? And then, so there's one on each side and it, it kind of measures like obviously the room or whatever. And then it, pro- it provides spatial audio, which is pretty neat. Yeah. So, you know, things are going to be sounding good. Yeah, so if they can do like the Dolby Vision or the DTSX kind of deal, or yeah, I think Apple has their own like you know they have their spatial audio thing, but getting those movies and that content yeah. found them great, where you won't need like a headset or anything like that. Yeah, that so yeah, so that's cool, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna sound good. I know our experience with spatial audio already, you know, just with like when i put on the um air airpods max or you know whatever like it, it's really cool like you move you know move your head and like it, the sound kind of like moves with you yeah. and like you hear stuff from all around so that's pretty cool and then like you mentioned you got the digital crown so you can hit that it'll bring you to your home view or you can control your immersion um the cable we mentioned that mm-hmm. oh so the power in this oh so so it's got two chips okay it's got the m2 chip which we're all familiar with but it has a new chip now the r1 chip so i assume r reality i guess that's what it stands for and that's going to be responsible for processing all the data from the cameras sensors and microphones and there is a ton of all those things so there's like i think 12 cameras on the outside there's five sensors monitoring you know all your hand gestures and accurately mapping everything mapping your environment inside there's also four infrared cam- cameras and leds so that's for like iris scanning like so i think they i don't think anybody can put on your headset so it like scans your it's like a i feel like you're going to like the fbi or something you got those iris scanners you look into it it like yeah. scans your eye and then it like allows you access so it'll like kind of do that and then okay this is michelle's headset or if damien like puts it on like nope this is not michelle right <laughs> I, I, in my head i hear like sirens and red lights flashing but i'm sure that's not gonna happen <laughs> but that would be cool um and then you know for that accurate eye tracking again and like i said that that everybody is like raving about the eye tracking so i'm really excited about that because like i said i was super impressed with the psvr too so to imagine anything better 
Right. Really exciting. And then that R1 chip, it, you know, it's going to help with not having latency in the VR. Yeah, I think they only said like 12 milliseconds. Yeah, so that's going to, so that's what makes you sick when there's like a lot of latency in VR. So Which I need help with because yeah. I have Yeah, you're more sensitive to that. Um, but another cool thing is with the camera, you could take uh, 3D photos and video. So you can record with the cameras and then watch it back in 3D on the headset. That was and we love 3D. So more more 3D, the better. And then we can make our own, like, and make your own 3D. A lot of people are kind of like, yeah, whatever. We're like really excited for this. Like that, it's really, like you can make your own 3D movies and then you can just sit back and watch them. And it's like a whole different, like you think of, you know, filming like, you know, kids or something or some kind of like you go somewhere, right? And you're filming on your phone and then you go back. And but this is like a whole new level of immersion and a way of like experiencing those memories. It's like you're almost there when you see it in 3D. And I thought that was really cool. Although a lot of people are saying it's like creepy and weird, like because like they showed like a dad and like I think it was like the, a kid's party or something. And he was like, you know, had the headset on and like recording them. And they said that was like super creepy. But I mean, come on, like what about back in the day with like the dad or whoever had this huge camcorder like right. filming, like, I don't I think, know. I think I it's think cool. It's- I uh, I definitely think it's cool. And yeah, like if this can help 3D make it come back and more 3D, the better. And I, I think they were showing that some of the reviewers were watching like Avatar. Now this is not re- making a 3D, but like watching 3D and consuming 3D content with this headset is also going to be great. So yeah. So excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And then I assume that they're gonna have and, and Apple does this with their like the MacBooks. Like if I'm recording, like I'll see a little red icon. Because I can also see the people being creepers too with this and like recording people, like, you know. So I have to imagine there'll be some kind of like indication on the headset too, like, okay, you're recording. Yeah. Hopefully. But I don't know if people are gonna. I don't know how many people are actually going to wear it in public. Like maybe if you're on like a plane. Yeah, they show people on a plane. Yeah, but like, I don't think you're going to be walking through like the Target or Walmart. No, no, no. I don't think that's going to happen. But getting to another really coolest part. So it's going to be higher than 4K. They're talking 23 million pixels. The lenses are micro OLED displays and they have 23 million pixels. And they're the size of a postage stamp. Uh, these these displays and then you have the the three part uh, lenses, mm-hmm. the custom lenses. Yeah, so they have the the pancake and the Fresnel. Fresnel. Right? Yeah. They're not even like I don't know if they're somehow like built off that technology. I yeah, guess. we'll have to see. Yeah, so that's a a good step forward in like display technology. Again, another reason why I want to game with this. Yeah, because it's you know going to be like so great yeah now back to gaming so again they didn't talk they just oh yeah you can play stuff in apple arcade whatever again this is not going to be like you're not going to have i don't think you're going to you're you're not going to have like these triple a titles and and stuff or like it's just not really i I just feel like that's going to be like a not the main reason for getting this but they showed like somebody playing with like a a dual sense controller yeah playing like nba 2k or something like that so you'll be able to connect you know like a bluetooth controller or something like that to to game so you will have that option yeah so it's like gaming on like a giant screen and vr like you've seen that but it's it's also nice that that, i guess that's included so you do get some gaming yeah like a full-on like six degrees of freedom with like 
controller video I mean, maybe in the future they, they talk about, now this was just an experience um part of the demo was they showed this like uh dinosaur like it basically came out of the wall and we've seen with our vr headsets there was like a, a dinosaur Oculus, kind yeah. of thing but it's always the same like he comes out he's in the same location he doesn't really interact, interact with you whereas this was like they, they they were saying he was like following you around like if you went behind him or if you tried to touch him you try to like snap at your hand uh they talked about like a butterfly coming and it like lit right on your, their finger and like they even moved their like they saw it coming like oh let me trick it and they moved their finger and it still found their finger yeah that was pretty cool so i i think that's really cool like what where that that will go is like that extra level of immersion and interaction that you can have with stuff so it's not like the same thing over and over again like it's based yeah. on the you know the different experience all the time so i thought that was really cool another thing that was really cool is that i they're calling it eyesight mm -hmm. so you know you're sitting on the couch and you're watching something or doing something and say if somebody comes in you if you look at them right it shows it's not like your actual physical eyes but it has like so there's the the internal display but there's also an external display which i thought was really cool and so it displays like a digital rendering i guess these eyes <laughs> yeah like a digital rendering of your eyes mm -hmm. it looks really cool it, like from the keynote again from the video that they showed of this it looked like they're like the person's actual eyes and it just looks so cool because it's like you're looking through it but you're actually not it's a display it kind of helps, you know, when you're using it and people are there, they can see your eyes. It kind of makes you more connected. Yeah, I think so. I thought that was really, really cool. But then also, like, if you're really immersed, say you're watching maybe a movie or, or something where you don't want to be disturbed, it'll kind of, it won't display, like, your eyes or anything. It'll kind of be like a, I, I it kind of looked like, so, you know, like, on the, the home pods, like, you have that glowy, like, multicolored. Yeah, that kind of like. It kind of looks something like that. Yep. So, so it'll display that when you're like multicolor or do not disturb yeah. mode, we'll call it. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. It's, and then they have like, like, like I mentioned, um, I don't know if we mentioned, but they have like the, opt you can get optical inserts with your prescription. So yeah, instead of the lenses that come, you can get prescription lenses. And so you can, you know, if you really need those, you can yeah. get those as well. And it attaches yeah. magnetically. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Now, obviously, that's going to be another more cost. Co it's going to be costly. Right. So I guess costly. just have your optical prescription or whatever yeah. ready. So for me, I is it when you can't see far away? Well, yeah. is that nearsighted? I always get these confused. Is yeah. it nearsighted or farsighted? Uh, I, 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 I can't so. see far away. Yeah. <laughs> So usually I don't need like my glasses or anything like that. So I don't know if I will. Right. But yeah, it, it definitely like if you have trouble seeing close up, you know, you're likely going to want to get one of these prescription. Yeah. Buttons. Another cool thing is you can open up like the iPad or iPhone apps. You can move and scale them and you can have more than one going at the same time. So simultaneous apps. Yeah. Um, But then... The big thing at the end. Wait, 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 oh, wait. Before oh, okay. so we kind of we kind of um I might have mentioned it briefly, but so also so say if you have so I have my MacBook Pro in front of me, right? And I'm in my virtual, you know, 
I got the headset on and I can just look at this, look at my MacBook Pro and then this screen will then pop up in my headset. And then I can interact with it. And I think they said, you know, you can connect keyboards and, and mice and stuff like that. There's also a virtual keyboard. And I know a lot of people were like, uh, kind of saying, well, how, how's that going to work? Is it going to, you know, but again, eye tracking. And I think even with your, your hand, I, I saw kind of like a little demo and it kind of, as you're getting close to a letter, it kind of like highlights or, or something. So you, you, you know, you're going to hit the right key. key when you do it. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like typing on a keyboard like I would normally, but that well, sounds like it would be. Try it. It might be a virtual keyboard. Yeah. 45 words per minute or more. I'm just, I, the price though, it's just, but I'm just so excited. But yes, another big thing that really blew us away. Yeah. Was. Was that Disney Plus partnership. That's huge. And yeah. And I guess maybe like ESPN and Hulu yeah, kind of made the triple package. Yeah. So they showed like, I think they showed uh, some Star Wars content, but they had some specialized content that you can experience with the headset and gives you like more information about the planets and, and the ships can, and everything. I think you can go to the planet. Yeah. Yeah. It looked so. So they're yeah. probably going to have a lot of like, like, uh, you know, content specialized for this Vision Pro headset for like the Disney shows and the Marvel shows and everything that's on Disney Plus. I can see like the Nat National Geographic stuff. But then they were showing the sports. And, you know, it was just like the HoloLens thing, but what we but wanted, I never got, yeah, but, but we're actually going to get it where you, you're watching the game, but then on like on like a coffee table or like, you know, some kind of table, you can see an over aerial overview of the game. You can see the players moving around, you see different stats about the game. They popped up some formula one. So maybe I have some content with formula one that's been enhanced with this headset. Yeah. That was really, that, a that was times. really exciting. I mean, and just watching all the Disney plus content on there with a giant screen. So like us, you know, we like, you know, those larger screens, but like maybe in your house, you can't get um, like a projector screen, but this will have that and having all that Disney plus content, the, the uh, ESPN and, yeah. and Hulu content on there. Very, very strong. Yeah. So again, I'll, I'll just, I know this is a lot of money. Like even for like, I'm like $3,500 is insane. You definitely would like like to have one for each person, right? Yeah. Like now you're talking about a crazy amount of money. I assume like if you want like, you know, two people can use the same headset, I guess, with the whole iris scanning. I, I don't know if they'll have multiple profiles or, or whatever. But it really is that next step. Like it's that one step closer to like Ready Player One that we're like always looking for, but it always seems to elude us still. Right, right. So, you know, and then like, just like the design as you, you know, many people know, like Apple is like, the design is always baller, like really, really good, very good quality. And just like finally bringing like stuff that we've been waiting for and never got, like you said, the stuff that they showed with the HoloLens and the sports never really got that. Yeah. Never got it. Now, like Apple is finally going to bring it to us. And then like the Disney plus stuff, like that's a huge partnership and just like, it's just a new way of experiencing your media, you know, getting yeah. enhanced experience. So I, I'm super excited. Yeah, that 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 really sold it for me. It, it did. Yeah, and, and one more cool thing with it is so FaceTime. I thought this was kind of cool. So you can you you know use FaceTime with it. Uh, the cool thing though is 
So you're thinking, okay, well, how do they see me, right? I got this headset on, like what? A... So it, you you use the cameras on the headset to scan your face. Right. Pointed at yourself. You're pointing at yourself. It scans your face and it creates this digital rendering or this digital avatar of you. And that's what they see. And so I assume, so the demo didn't show like a whole lot, but it, it looked very accurate. And, you know, I'm talking right now, like the, the avatar would like show your, obviously your mouth movements and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was well done as well. So so a lot you can do. We, I'm sure we didn't cover everything, but we're both really, really excited about this. It's supposed to come out early next year. Right. But then they said that Apple's going to have, we can try it out in stores. Yes. So there'll probably be like appointments and they'll probably keep it clean in between users and things like that. So you can try it out. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to try it out. Not a lot of people are going to buy it. I don't know because like when the MacBook Pros come out and, you know, like we were just a few minutes late buying ours and yeah. we're already backed up like a couple weeks. So, yeah, but it still doesn't seem like it replaced. It's not going to replace your right. MacBook Pro. Okay. It's not. And then like, yeah, like you said, maybe it might not sell uh, out because of people like, well, what do I need it for? Do I really need that? Yeah. We're super excited, but like, we're like tech VR. But if anything though, okay. So, it still takes things to the next level. So other people, Meta is going to, Meta's already, Zuckerberg has some, some things to say, of course. Um, but all these companies that create these headsets are going to be looking at this, looking at the technology, looking at what they come up, come up with, find ways to implement it into their headsets. Right. So Competition's always good. Continue to move, yeah. you know, move it forward, move it forward. And, you know, Apple, Maybe a couple of years and they'll come out with the Vision SE or something like that, right? That's like cheaper, more affordable. Right. So I think this is good for VR aerospace. It's bringing all boats arising, you know, with this. It's going to, you know, spark more excitement I'm for VR things like that. Yeah, I'm super excited. Definitely. Not excited about that price, though. No. All right. So that pretty much covers it for, for hardware. So... We're going to go through all the software because there was a lot of software. Obviously, WWC is usually about the developers and like software. all that kind of stuff. So we're going to go ahead and cover that. So there's a lot of software updates coming to iOS, watchOS, macOS, iPadOS, tvOS. Lots of cool updates. So to kick it off, iOS 17. Yeah, so FaceTime voicemails. So that's pretty cool. You can leave you know, a FaceTime voicemail. Yeah, I think you said when your friends were like, I'm never leaving a regular voicemail again, right? Like we're if you making just... a regular call again, yes, yeah, I'm never going to use a regular call. Yeah. Like yeah. just, you know. Space, FaceTime, everything. Yeah, I think that's cool. Because, you, you know, now, like when you FaceTime somebody, like after a period of time, we're like, oh, they're not available. Do you want to leave a text message? Well, no, I don't want to leave a text message. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. You could just kind of like leave a little voicemail. Like, yeah, I, I think that was pretty cool. That was cool, yeah. Yeah. And then the, I thought this was going to be like the we have the live voicemails. So if someone is calling, you don't know who it is. They're leaving a voicemail and it's like transcribing uh, the voicemail in real time. And you can decide whether you want to answer or not. Now, on when I had my pixel, you had the call screener the call and you could like interact with like someone's calling. Like, Tell me why you're calling. I thought it was going to be more like that. But this they actually have to leave a voicemail and then you can kind of uh answer the call or not but you can see why you know 
you know, based on their voicemail, you can see why they're calling. Yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely not the call. The call screen, like, it's still, like, one of the things we miss most about Android, Android phone. Yeah. Um, it was just so, it was like you have your own little, like, tele-robot, like, and it would just, so like you would get a call and you know right you you get a call and it like automatically like starts uh, transcribing what they're saying and you can like don't the little assistant will like talk to them and like you can even like keep the replies and the conversation going in that it, it's just really cool is this is it's just not bad like right. okay fine it is something you're getting there but it's still like you still have to wait for them to actually leave a voicemail. I guess it's kind of cool that, so usually when somebody leaves a voicemail, like that's like, you can't then uh, you would have to call back. Right. Like, it's not like a, you can answer it while they're talking kind of thing. So this kind of seems like you can do that. Yep. So I guess that's cool, but yeah, that's, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's not called screaming. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah. All right. Decluttering of iMessage app. So this was, a huge thing but it's kind of nice so you know when you you bring up iMessage and then above like the keyboard you have like all those icons for like stickers and your camera and this and the and it is kind of cluttery so now they just have like a single like little plus button in the left corner and you just tap that and it brings up everything and i thought that was kind of nice that's more streamlined yeah and then um then they had upgraded stickers yeah, well, so I, I don't know you don't know I mean, we never really use, like, they already have stickers, kind of. Uh, we've never really used them, but the new features. Sounds yeah, cool. so all live stickers, emojis, memojis. Everything in one place. Yeah, yeah, all the stickers in one place. And then you have live stickers. So yeah. You can do that. I thought that animated was. Animated ones. But you can create stickers using your own photos. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then, like, it removes the background. So they kind of showed a, a picture of. Um, remember during the demo he had a basketball i can't think of who he is but anyways they kind of showed like a little demo of it mm -hmm. and then it's kind of nice like pops him out of the image of with you know the gets rid of the background and the, the cool thing is like you can now um use those stickers to react to somebody's text message yeah. so you can just kind of like put the little sticker on that specific reply or a uh, message or whatever so that is cool. I don't know if we're going to, I mean, maybe I might try it out, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be something I use regularly. Yeah. I just thought it was like, it was kind of cool. cool. I mean, I, I might get into it. Yeah. I'm going to get into it. Yeah. I mean, like I just, I thought what, what the coolest thing was like being able to create stickers based on your own photos. Yeah. I thought cool. that was cool. That's cool. Uh, what else do we have here? The check-ins thing. Now I like the check-ins thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking of like when we go on hikes mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe if I'm alone and you want to make sure I get home safe or, you know, like, or, or kids, you know, like, um, maybe the parent isn't home yet and they want to make sure their kid gets home safely or you have like an elderly parent. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So like, so it's, they call it check-in and basically like it notifies your family when you've arrived safely, like home, I would assume, or whatever location you're going. But um, it, it also, so if you're not making progress, right, to your destination or whatever, uh, it also give you, you know, notify that oh they haven't gotten there yet and then you can also like respond you know like oh i'm stopped at the grocery store i think or something like that yeah. but i thought that was really really cool I for safety yeah, and yeah. that's pretty cool i thought that was cool um and then there was upgrades to airdrop so now you can 
name drop allows you to share, you know, con- I think it was contact info. Yeah. So nearby iPhones. I thought that was kind of cool because a lot of times you're like, oh, well, what's your number? And then you got to like, I'll go into my contacts and then, I, oh, I got to create. This is pretty cool. I, I mean, obviously, the other person has to have an iPhone and I assume there's probably limits like you can't be like old or like on an old version of iOS or something like that. Right. But yeah, I think that's cool. You just bring the two phones together and it like pops it up. You can share like your, your phone or your email. So I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And if you're, you know, airdropping like really big files, this was pretty cool. Like, so you can, if you need to walk away, like it's the, the file's taken a long time and you need to go to an appointment or something like that, it will still continue to download. I think it said over Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was. Yeah, we'll have to see how that works with the large files. Um, and then so improved and more accurate dictation. I mean, we don't use. Yeah, we don't really use it a lot, I but know. I mean, that's still something. Your mom loves to. Yeah, she loves it. She loves the voice dictation. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll be more accurate. And then we can actually understand what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, it talked about, uh, you mentioned the journal app. So if you do a lot of journaling, there's like an app for that to do the journaling. I actually think that's pretty cool. A lot of people journal. They say like there's been studies that it does help with your mental health and stuff like that. But for me, I just thought it was cool. Like, you know, you go places, you do vacation stuff, you take pictures. You don't always get back to like, you know, looking at them or you, you, there might be like, oh, what, what, where was that picture taken? I, I just think it's kind of cool. Is like a, a way to remember like certain, moments. you know, special moments yeah. and stuff like that. So like photos that you take, I assume maybe even videos, and then you can like somehow like the journaling app will interact with that. You can say, oh yeah, like I, I want to make some notes about this photo or or this video. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we probably should do more of the journaling. So uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely check it out. I don't think it's something I'm gonna do on a regular basis. Maybe we go on like a trip or something. We like, yeah, well. I think so. And then they have the widgets are now interactive. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. So then you yeah. know, like if you're just trying to do simple tasks, then you don't have to open the app. So I think they they kind of talked about like if you want to play a song, right? Like you don't have to go into that thing. You can just have like the little you know things widget. right on the the widget. Um, also, let's see what else. I know there was a couple of other um, demos of what you could do with it. Let's see. Do you remember any? I think, well, talking about like um, the nightstand mode, you can have your widgets, like, you know, turn your phone landscape. You could have. Like, oh, yeah, I think that's separate, but yeah. 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 Oh, I, so I. I but you could do it on the lock screen, I think, the widgets. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I know you can do it on, on oh, iPad. iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing is is mark a reminder complete. Um, I know there's some, I don't know why I can't find them, but there's basically it's like quick ways of like you know doing stuff without having having to open the app. Right. So I think that's I think that's cool. Yeah. So then next up, iPad OS 17. Yeah. So they had um. Like we just mentioned, it's more customization. So, so that that's the one with the lock screens yeah. and widgets, yeah. wallpapers, fonts, and color apps. And so kind of things you could do on Android now you can do on iOS, just more customization with the widget. Yeah, I do like that. You can things you can do on the lock screen. I like that you can have widgets on the lock screen. Now. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
See, you can do that. Um, live activities now you can also see on the, the lock screen. So like game scores, if you're tracking a food order, your flight information, you can get all that right on your, your lock screen. So that's pretty cool. And the big one was the health app is now yep. available on iPad. So you see more information about your health and fitness mm-hmm. right there on the iPad. And you couldn't do that before. So that's, that's now, and I don't know, like um, they said more information. So I don't know if that means like more information that you get from like the regular iOS version of. I think because it's like a bigger, bigger real yeah. thing on the screen, you could probably show more things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. Um, And then interactive widgets you know for this as well so like i said you can you know quickly play a song or mark a reminder complete uh, without having to open an app so that's that's kind of cool and then moving on to mac os so they're calling it sonoma so now hey racetrack oh Ray- yes, Ray- racing. yes i did think of that or i mean racing. most people think of it for the wine i obviously think of it for racing <laughs> and monterey too i mean they had monterey and then you know they had the the so yeah Lots of lots of racing locations in California. Mm-hmm. So again, interactive widgets on your desktop. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think widgets in general. And then you can also access iPhone widgets. So instead of having to say you have a app on your iPhone, instead of having to re-download that onto the Mac, then you can quickly access those. I, I don't know how many and what apps, but I don't think they covered that yet. But that's kind of cool because then you don't have to waste more space. Another device. Yeah. So. Redundancy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Apple TV style aerial screensavers. Like, so I, I do love the screensavers on Apple TV, and now this is coming to to uh you know Mac OS and Sonoma. So that's pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, I do I do like those screensavers when they cut in cut on on the, the Apple TV. So that's kind of cool. And then Safari adds user profiles, which is nice. Obviously, Chrome already has it. So, you know, I know it's something that we, we use, use a lot. lot. Yeah. So that's really good to have. And then they had some security updates as like privacy and stuff like that that they always do. So that's always good. Yeah, and they were saying game game mode is smoother and more consistent um, performance. Because like, like you said, gaming and Apple is like not a big thing, but they're trying to make some efforts. Um, games, you know, to get... Yeah, priority with the CPU and GPU. So we'll have to see but where this goes. Maybe this is just the beginning. And they did also, so there is a new game porting toolkit that's going to make it easier for developers to port games from other platforms. So if that happens, if that's the case, then this game mode would be really, really nice. Yeah, so what the, we'll, look, we'll, we'll be we'll watching see. this with great interest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be cool if we could game on a Mac like we could our PC. I mean, it sounds like they they have the power now. I mean, if they can, you know, start equating it to like something like a 4080 or something like that. I mean, that's that's pretty good. Bridge the gap. Bridge, bridge that gap. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and then one more quick thing is ability to save web apps. So like websites and stuff like that, right to your docs. Or then you can you know, interact, interact with it like it's just like a regular app. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. And then moving on to Watch OS 10. Now this was like a one of the bigger ones that you know people seem to get more excited about as far as like the the uh, OS up. yeah the features coming to the new version of Watch OS. Now what I thought was the biggest, maybe others might not, is Snoopy and Woodstock. <laughs> so Snoopy and Woodstock are coming to Apple Watch people. Okay, so. 
It was a cool watch face. It was a yeah, cool watch face. So it, and it, it's reactive. So like to weather and stuff. Like I think if it was raining, like he had like a little umbrella. Right. And they were doing things with the out, like the second hand and yeah. like different things like that. Yeah. So but definitely cool. cool. And then, so like there's more emphasis on, like it's a big move to like widgets, widgets on the watch face. Uh, you can turn like the digital crown now and it'll kind of reveal like this smart stack that has like widgets and stuff like that. So they're very, going very widget heavy now on yeah. the watch OS. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, and there was like a cycling update to workout. So if you're a cycler, you know, you like to cycle, um, there's a Bluetooth connection to more cycling sensors and yeah, cadence, speed, um, and, you know, just give you more in-depth to your cycling workout. Yeah. And then they're talking about power zones. So it kind of indicates your workout level of intensity and it automatically detects your detects your power meter and estimates your functional threshold power. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know what all that is because I don't cycle, but I'm sure like a lot of people that do are very excited about yeah, that. Yeah, there are some other device that did this now and Apple's also allowing you to be able to use the, you know, the Apple wants to do that. Yeah. Now what we were excited about, because we do like to hike, is there was a lot of hiking updates too. So um some updates compass um so it, it creates more waypoints. So like um solar connection waypoints, so like maybe if you're starting to get into an area where you're going to lose reception, there'll be a waypoint of where you can, where you last had reception. So if you need to make an emergency call or something like that, you can go back to that waypoint to, to make that call, which I thought was very good and very helpful. And then emergency waypoints. So yeah, so shows where you can call like a carrier also 3d view of those waypoints too. So help you like better find your way back to those. And then they talked about trail routes and to top of, Help me out. Dave. Topographical. You know, words are hard. <laughs> Topographical view. So I don't know if it's going to be this good, but I thought it would be really cool if it was like, so, you know, like we usually get like the all trails. So like I'll download the map and then like I'll, you know, get the offload version and everything. And then I'll have to put it on the, the Apple watch. It's like, you know, a bit of a process, but if there's a way that I can do all that within like the watch you know like already it's already built into the watch i think that's pretty cool. yeah and if it's topographical view you can see like the elevation yeah you know the, what the terrain is going to look like the, as the well terrain. as height yeah and i think they said i have 300 coming in my head but i don't know uh, they have like a number of trails already available when it when it comes available they'll have okay. a good amount of trails already available hopefully some of those in our, our area which Hopefully they will be. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And then finally, TV OS seventeen, yeah. all the OSs. Yeah. Now I think this is cool. Supports VPNs now. So you know you got another device if you want to watch content in another region that you're not in. Yep. Yep. Like Netflix and I don't know. Yeah, there's some content. Canada. Yeah. Or something. Not on your Netflix, you can fire the VPN and. Yeah. Watch things. Sometimes, you know, there's like geo restricted sporting events. Sporting events. And yeah, so I, I think it was 24 hours of Nurburgring this year. At first, it was like geo restricted for the US. And then some minutes into the race, it became available. But without a VPN, I would have missed that. So. Yeah. So that's cool that we could just do it right on there. We don't have to get like bring out the laptop or mm -hmm. a phone or something like that. So yeah, yeah. I like that. And the FaceTime app. Now you can have FaceTime. FaceTime. Apple TV. Yeah. So they're using the whole 
continued continuity. Man, words, guys. Words are words are hard. That word that he just said. So you know, like now you can use the camera, like your phone camera, like with your your MacBook Pro, right? Like you get a better quality camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can use it now. You can use it with your Apple TV and FaceTime. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think that's cool. I think that's very cool. And then you'll see the right on your TV. Right on the TV. I like it. But yeah. I think that is that was a lot, guys. Yeah, so, was... yeah, Apple really came strong with the WWDC. Yeah, I didn't have any like AI stuff, but what they mentioned with the hardware and yeah. the, and this updates to the OS, and you know the, the vision, vision, the Vision Pro, Pro was yeah, okay. definitely was like I think that was like another an hour within itself. Uh, yeah. So they definitely you know they have the full circle on uh you know the mac products now with the mac pro having the apple silicon so that was strong yeah uh all the updates to the software the os has had some some nice updates but yeah that that vision pro like really sold it so even yeah. without the ai was definitely i would give them an a for this uh, wwdc and we're excited to see what's gonna how the vision pro is gonna be probably gonna have to get two so it's gonna be pretty pricey but we're looking forward to using it, trying it out. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah, uh, if you're going to pick one up. Are you excited? What were you excited about? Uh, you know, the 15-inch uh, MacBook Pro Air was also an, a nice announcement that they made. Okay. So definitely strong. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. And you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Pod- Pretty much all the major podcasting. Po- Ooh, podcasting. Yeah, all the platforms. <laughs> Form. so check us out and then we also have it on youtube as well and if you like us give us a nice review you know it helps us out yep definitely the more you guys watch the more we'll be able to bring you this content and without further ado that's gonna do see it see you guys in the next one bye, bye.